back to old school with DP and J. You know that last little, ooh, ooh, that's you in the club. Yeah, that's you. Oh, that is me. I'll be getting jiggy with it. Yeah, I Will Smith. Mm. You know, uh, we're back here on Old School, talking about a little Illinois. We'll get to all your texts, I promise you. So, um, you know, look, man, I think it – I guess I don't know, Homer, ultimate optimist. I think that, you know, Nebraska could have, you know, obviously competed and a little bit better won this game. I think it does change the dynamics of it um, be, when Casey is out of the game. It's one thing if he gets hurt and comes back because he's out and, and uh, you know, he's, you know, been a big part of this offense, you know. And so, and I know there's a text on there, you know, saying he has 12 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and so he's part of the problem. Sure, you, you know, I think there's some play, I think there's some throws you could have back. And should have back, um, but overall he's a he's the distinct difference in playing quarterback position, and he's and he's played better football than not. And let's not forget, he's been under immense pressure all season, like extreme pressure all season. I think he's, he was averaging getting hit twenty times a game. So, but in this game, I felt like the offensive line again played well enough uh, to be positive, and so. Especially considering, too, like they going into the game, Illinois' strength was on the defensive line. Like that, yeah, that well, was where you had to you had to perform a little bit. They, here's, here's a they sne- stepped up here, to the here, challenge. Here, here's a sneaky uh, tidbit. So Nebraska caught Illinois, and this is great. As much as everybody's banging on Whipple and all this other, it, look at the end of the day, this is just football, right? Look, I, I can talk about this and, and all this. I've been there before. I've been there when I was rolling up to a practice after a game or after, to, you know, rolling down to the, you know, practice facility after a game, Nate. Caller calling in on 6, 10 a.m. down in Houston. They're like, you need to get this dude about it. <laughs> you know, I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, a brother had two personal fouls, in, you know, within a couple of plays, you know, and then we busted we busted cover That's four, and they booing me. That's 90,000 people booing my butt, you know, especially down in Texas. So I've been there, and – uh but that's just part of it. But I think, you know, also, I think give Whipple credit, right? Unbalanced line, screenplay, caught Illinois in a, in a kind of a situation that burnt Nebraska multiple times. Can you switch off man-to-man? The linebackers got, you know, caught up in the wash. Anthony Grant did a phenomenal job selling it, got out there on their perimeter, got an explosive play, touchdown, boom. Now, what Illinois did, and this you got to give them credit, too, is they realized that Nebraska had gone back to that unbalanced look, right? And then so what they did was they ran a five-man front. So now you got to block them all one-on-one. Well, guess where the onus went on the play that Casey got hurt? This is just my opinion. Can you guess? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the play? Which one was it, the one where he got hurt? Yes. The game changer where Casey got hurt when he threw the play and the ball fluttered up in there. Mm-hmm. Well, there was, there was Anthony Grant and, and Chancellor Bruinton in there, and they were checking release on a deep – somewhat play action pass it's it should be check check 
check again, then release. Mm-hmm. You want to check your blitz, right? And the reason why I know, because I used to blitz sometimes. So you know who's going to check and then le- release, right? You check. Ideally, check for your blitz pickup, then check for any leakage. You have two guys in there. So, again, give Whipple, uh, Donnie Rayola, and the offensive staff credit. People were so mad against Rutgers in Indiana where they were just going five out and only five guys blocking, and Casey's taking a beating. Well, you got two guys in there needing to check, 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 check release. And the reason why I say this is on a play action in a deeper developing route, you actually help yourself out by staying in a little bit longer and making sure and helping somebody out because when Casey comes back to that check check down, the linebackers and the secondary defenders are just maybe two or three yards deeper. So when you get the ball, you can actually turn and burn. But when you go it out quickly, then that just then you're in my peripheral. Well, they checked a little they got out a little bit too early and I felt like if they would have been in a little bit on the on the loop and then on the um Turner got beat pretty quickly. I think you, if you got in there and, and, and uh, stuck in there, you'd be good. And even if they're, those guys that were you know, checking them man-to-man, delayed blitz, they're coming from the second level. So it's going to take them a little bit longer. It gives Casey a little bit more time. And uh, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. So, um, <laughs> you know, I think, like, look, man, I understand the fans and all that other stuff, but it's not always the coach's fault. The coach ha- coaches have the hardest job out there because I can guarantee you, Whipple's not calling a play, okay, for Nebraska not to be successful or to have some sort of positive result if operate, uh, blocked correctly. There's not a call on defense that Bill Bush doesn't call that you know to d- do the same. There's not a situation or a game plan overall that Mickey Joseph puts in place, regardless if you think he's experienced or not, for Nebraska not to be successful. That's the honest to God truth. The hardest thing about co- coaching in college, right, is to get guys to do things that they've never done before and get them to sacrifice things that they haven't been willing to sacrifice before. That's all there is to it. Now, is Illinois talented? Yes, they're talented. They're well coached. Is Illinois well coached? Dang straight. Yeah. And and that's and that's fine. But are they a team that you need to sit up there and think like, man, we got to play perfect? Ohio State comes in here, okay, with five first round receivers, first round quarterback, two first <laughs> round running backs, probably a second or third round tight end. And two or three first-round offensive linemen and a couple sitting on the bench. And maybe the Heisman and C.J. Stroud. Right. That's why I said he's first round, right? Okay. Yeah, we got to play out of – play out of way out of – you know, we got to have a magical night, mm-hmm. right? We got to have that off night by Ohio State and all that. I don't see that with Illinois. What, we, what you have to do against a team like Illinois, a la Minnesota, a la Wisconsin, a la Iowa, is there, it's, you know what you have to do. It's easy. Three or four things. It's hard to do because they're going to make you beat them. So when they saw a little bit of chink, that's when they started to get aggressive. And then once they had the lead, they just kind of played keep away. They went like four corners a little bit. So, you know, look, it's a, it's a, you know, on to a new week. It's a tremendous opportunity for Chubba. It's a tremendous opportunity actually for the offensive line as well to put two good back games back to back. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this isn't, this isn't, you know, cut the lights off and let's just kind of, you know, just, you know, tuck our tails and go into the end of the season. You got seniors here that you should play for, right? Yeah, that's what you're obligated to. You got coaches, you know, that you're, well, first of all, you need to play for yourself, right? Your family, your friends, your faith, whatever it is. And then those guys that you're in the locker room, because you guys are, you know, whether, you know, you worked your hardest or whatever, you guys have busted your tail to get this, right? There's something on the line. Every time you play, something's on the line. It's win or lose. There's nothing in between. I don't want no, you know, 
you know, fictitious victory. I don't want no thing just saying, oh, well, that was a great. Oh, I ain't hearing all that. Okay. I want to win or lose. And I will do anything possible to win. Period. And that's got to be the mentality. Okay. If you're down and I walk past you and I accidentally kick you upside your head, so be it. If I got to step on your hand and then you can't play anymore, so be it. That's the way it is. And it's just a part of playing sports. And so it's another opportunity to play. And if you win one game and you figure it out and get out of your own way, you never know what happens when you go and when you go and play Michigan. Michigan could be just looking past you, man. Oh, well, they know? certainly are at this point. Yeah. Right. And they're already what, focused on Ohio State. And I can what, guarantee and, you that. It, exactly. But that's what you want, though. Yeah. But yeah. you can't worry about Michigan until you handle business against a team in Minnesota that's injury depleted. Their number one receiver is out, who's an NFL player. He's out for the season. Okay, the quarterback is compromised. The guy coming back is no different than Chubba or, or Logan. Okay, the defense is good, but the defense showed you against Penn State. They're vulnerable, and they can't handle you handle against the run, and they don't cover explosive plays as well. So Penn State has showed you what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're telling me that our running back, Anthony Grant, isn't, compared to, isn't comparable to, to Penn State's running back, you're lying to yourself. If you're trying to tell me our receivers, that if they play up their potential – isn't as good as, as, as Penn State's receivers, then you're lying to yourself. If you're, if you're saying our, our quarterback can't play as good as Sean Clifford on average, not the Sean Clifford that played out his, out his mind against Minnesota, the Sean Clifford that we've seen that actually came in here to Lincoln and lost the game, right? So don't tell me you can't win this game. Don't tell me we can't win this game. The problem is – or not the problem that we face, we have got to go do it. I think they believe, but now you have to start sacrificing something. Can you get off of social media? Right. Can you can you put your phone down and say, you know what, let me let me just study a little bit more for another hour or two a day. OK, can can everybody just do the Kyler Murray right here? <laughs> Straight up. You, you know what I'm saying? Get if off I, the call of hey, duty. No, if I'm a, if I'm, I'm I'm breaking it down as very simple as possible. Let's just see if we get off social media and focus 100 percent on football for three days. Right. The three hard work days, say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Or just the, this, let's just say this week because you don't want to lose focus. Okay, just this week. Let's just see what we can do. Everybody included. Let's just make a pact. Let's do it. Let's see what we can do. Let's, as a leadership, let's see what we can do. Can we meet as an offense together at some point in time? You know what I'm saying? Let's see how good we can be. Let's see what we can sacrifice because that's what it's going to come down to. And that's the honest to God truth. And really, to be honest with you, I'm sure that, that uh, you know, Chubba, a lot of guys like Chubb on the team, right? He's a good teammate. He's not a bad dude, right? Okay, this is a hard position for him to be in. He ain't played all year. We'll do better for him. If there's any other motivation, if that's my boy, then I got to do better for you. I'm, I'm trying to – being a good teammate is welcoming somebody that's in an adverse situation because you've been there before. And so then, therefore, you need to make it an easier transition. So that means everybody else needs to step up. Mm-hmm. Offensive line, tight ends, running backs, fullbacks, Swiss Army knife. Everybody's got to be a little bit more on point. And then on defense, you know what? It, Chubba might be nervous, as he should. You know what I'm saying? As he should. He ain't played. He ain't played since high school. <laughs> and you're playing the Big Ten West with some of the best defenses in the country. Sure, but he hasn't played since high school. Right. If you don't think, if you don't think that I wasn't about to dookie my pants the first time I got out there and I hadn't played <laughs> since high school when I was a redshirt freshman going down to Oklahoma State, you're sadly mistaken. But what made it easier is the guys around me. So that's what they need to do. Everybody needs to rally around it. 
And so you got to do more. Rallying around isn't coming around and patting them on the shoulder. We'll do better. Show me. Right. If you say you that man on social media, show me. If you say you tough, show me. If you say you're going to be better, show me. If you're going to work harder, show me. Stop talking and doing it. And this ain't personal, right? I'm telling you from experience and because I care about you. Because I know them coaches are working. I know that for a fact, okay? I know some players are working. Now we need everybody to work a little bit harder because it isn't over, all right? It's not over. We can play devils out. You beat Minnesota, okay, fine. You're going to lose to Michigan. Okay, we'll, we'll just play that game. Don't tell me you can't beat Iowa in, in, in uh, Wisconsin. You can certainly beat Iowa. Why can't you beat Wisconsin? You can beat Wisconsin, too. Exactly. So don't tell me that it's over. <laughs> yeah. So the, so don't tell don't tell me because because here's why. If you think it's over, fans, I don't know, I don't know, guy cleaning the toilet. If you think it's over, you right? So then you just want to quit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that what you built on? I mean, I, I mean, we're, I mean, because I think at times like this, when it's stressful, right, and you're disappointed, you're angry at yourself, you're mad at you know the where you're at right now, you're thinking what if? Because you could always, you know, what you can possibly think, dang. I wish in two days, I wish we would have probably hit at least one time in, in a week and we wouldn't have got, you know, dragged by Northwestern. That's a victory we should have had. Uh, do, could we have really executed, you know, the plan better against uh, Georgia Southern? Boom. We're at five wins, right? There's an old saying, right, Nate? And I, and I, I had to learn it the, I had to learn it the hard way. I really did. My dad, my dad and my grandfather told me. I thought I knew everything. The pain of discipline is worth it. When you have to deal with versus the pain of regret, because the pain of regret lasts forever. The pain of discipline and the hard work is very short. It seems long, but it's but it's short. So now we're going on to go another break, man. This is going on. This is I, I, I'm going to HR after this, because before you got there, Rico, who was it? Rico, Jake, Sipple, Nick. We're bullying me, and now the time's going by too quick. So I, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm calling the Equal Opportunity Commission. All right, all right. And, I got you and back. HR and HR because we need some extended time. But we're going to break. We're going to try to come back, get a quick segment. Segment. Then we're going to kick off that second hour. Old school. Nate O'Brennan, the man of the hour. Jay Foreman uh, here in old school, holding it down for DP. Watch old school live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old school with DP and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.